2: My name's Dan Kennett, and I'm with me to discuss Liverpool going out of the FA Cup, at uh, the fourth round stage, um, I do have the full team. Um, I've got my namesake, Mr Daniel Rhodes. Um, no pressing this week, Rhodesy. Um,
0: so, nice, easy one for you. Yes. I think it would have been a story, though, if we'd have had me or Gaggis have a chance. but
2: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we... Just so everybody knows, we it does take a lot. Manual collection does take a lot, like three to four hours, manual effort, and and we, we, we kind of just do Champions League and, and league matches, unless it's, like, really late in the cup, isn't it, Rosie? Maybe the semis oh, and the finals.
0: final. Semis and finals, yeah. Yeah. I just none of those this year. I thought we were going to be doing a podcast on all our signings in the window, done. <laughs> oh, no.
2: <laughs> 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 well, we can discuss our only signing in, as part of the show, anyway. Okay. Uh, and I have the dynamic sports science duo. It's broadcasting live from his ivory tower. It's Dr. Phil Barter. Evening, Phil. How you doing, mate? You're all right? all right. Good, mate. How yeah. was I? Was I was no cricket practice class tonight. So did you get your full quota of uh, in the nets? I did. I was saying to Rosie,
3: uh, I didn't get out. So I was happy. You know? Excellent. Was yeah, that it against well. the first team opening bowler? as well? It, it was. I was just defending my wicket against him and and making sure my, my helmet was on. And then the rest of what everybody else, I was concentrating on shots. So yeah, yeah, it was good. Nice.
2: And he's nice. He, he, he he he's what? He's about seventy five mph. Did you, you... seventy five eighty? Yeah. Ooh, that's got, that's oh, that's not that's pretty good going, mate. That's, that's,
3: yeah, it's quick. Awesome. Thank you, I was saying like when you've got seven bowlers rotating, you don't get him. Six in a row, if you know what I mean. So yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So we can't set you up and all that. Yet. No, no, no. So it hits, <laughs> hits
3: you with one, you're like, right, recover, recover.
2: And then <laughs> <prepared>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, protecting your wicket. Good stuff, mate. Exactly. Well done. And <laughs> finally, last but not least, he's why you all listen to this show. He's had more clubs than Tiger Woods, but it's Simon Brundish. Evening, boys. Evening, boy. Evening. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Right. Stay on the line, yeah. mate, because we're going to start by talking about breaking news. Uh, nothing to do with transfers. Hamstrings. Sorry, hamstring injuries. Ibu hamstring
4: injury. Uh, I Ibuk- like hamstrings because they're not ACL tears. <laughs> well,
2: yeah. Hamstrings, what else we're going to talk about at the start of the show. So Ibu take the latest bad news for Liverpool. Um, race against time cliche um, or oh, we need to have a klaxon I think some kind of sound effect for that race against time for the Real Madrid tie apparently um, not good right Say
4: um, it's less than ideal
2: let's say I... suboptimal it's yet another hamstring injury so you keep data on this kind of thing Say no. how many hamstring injuries this season
4: 17 17 wow. hamstring is right, and it sounds like a lot for anybody. The, the way it's whipped up around the internet today, p- people seem to think it's a lot, but um, for context, right, there's, been, yes, there's a couple of big studies, one um, done by one of our old uh, um. Uh, doctors, uh, that works, is now head of performance for FIFA, basically. Um, and there's another one, Yannick Strand. So one was done 2020, 2020 one was done in 2012, one on, uh, 350. Was that Peter Bruckner? No. No, not him. No, no Andy Moore Um, the, uh yeah one was done on uh, the on five the five big european leagues over two seasons and one was done on the top four divisions of the english league over two seasons and um basically the um between 12 and 15% of all injuries are hamstring injuries um and the average club suffers five a season that's a lot of data across yeah. five European leagues so, and the top four in England. And it averages across five.
2: Yeah, and we're at seventeen million. Half, Yeah, and we're at seventeen and half a season. Yeah, seventeen and half a season. So that sounds to me that there is an issue. So um I mean Bart, just bring you in quickly here, right? Um we all would like to talk about variation, don't we? And we always know that there's two kinds of variation, the special cause variation mm-hmm. and common cause. And it's getting to the stage where you're looking at 17, um, you've got to be looking at some kind of special cause right there. There's got yeah, to be some uh, major the, issue, right?
3: So, so was the deviation off that five? Was it two, Do you say? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so we're 10 over. Even so we, to took out so that,
2: that's like a, almost a Six Sigma event there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so, so you see, you double, you double the actual, even when yeah. really you out of line range. So, so I, I would say there's a systematic failure in a system somewhere.
4: So mm. for an average person, we, we have three more time, three times more than average.
3: And we're right. only
2: halfway through the season.
3: Yeah. yeah. So we've got what another 20, 18, uh, 17 games left. Now we're out of the Cups.
2: Okay. So let's talk about those teams who get I, an average number of hamstring injuries, five or six per season, right? Um, most common injury now, even I as a layman kind of know that hamstrings kind of go when people are kind of tired, yeah um and it, they've literally been pushed, and then something just twangs, yeah, so what you might call fatigue, is that right to si? say
4: yeah, um so the most common um hamstring injury in a footballer is um the uh this the the long head of the bicep femoris, which is the biggest of the hamstring. Uh, um, uh, Hamstrings are not a muscle. They're a group of of muscles. And uh, their their role is to extend the hip and flex the knee. So um, they work as the pulling part of running fast and they also work in the slowing your leg down part of when you kick. Um, to stop you, your knee smashing you in the face. Um, and, and they obviously work in landing and jumping and all that yeah. stuff as well. And the most common, um, cause of a hamstring injury or, or the most, uh, common in, um, footballing activity in which a hamstring injury occurs, um, is, is from one of two things really, but it's um, what we call overstriding um, when you're sprinting at you're trying to sprint at a top speed, and you um, it's common when you get a bit tired that you you um, your foot goes a little bit further than it would, so you extend a little bit higher at the knee than you would, and so you're doing that stretch thing while at top time. speed. Yep, yeah. um, and the other thing, it, the other time is when you are um, tired. And you get a little bit of a um like a knock midair um while you're running at wait, uh, when you're running fast and um your muscles basically they they try to break to create stability before they hit the floor. Um and that's very common. And so my guess in this instant would be it occurred when get actually you guys guess when do you think it might have occurred in this game?
2: When he should have been sent off. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. When well, he should have been sent off. <laughs>
4: yeah. So he was straining right then to catch up with um, uh, McAllister. McAllister. Yeah. Ballister. And uh, I think he tried to. He, he, uh, there was a moment where he tried to step at full speed, step across in front of him, and I think that's where it, that's where it happened.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, but um, the uh, I guess the other thing, which I, maybe the only thing that I didn't cover is, is um, deceleration as well.
1: Yeah, talking, I you were thinking, talking
2: about it in yeah. the AI Discord earlier today, weren't you? You were talking about deceleration. I think I saw you on. Yeah, there.
3: it's just yeah. As I said, it's, it, it your hamstring's have to break. You know, it's just it's deceleration mode in part of the running. So I think that all comes into what he said. I think you can know, often. I think someone said Darwin had got a semi notice, which is on the the medial side of the leg of the hamstring. So a um, little bit different, but. I think it's all it's all wrapped up in the same mechanism of, you know, it's to do with the high speed running you're doing. Um or, or and, the semi semi uh, semi is
4: usually when um is it's usually a kicking related hammy. Yeah. So if you it's like your big leg swing swing, it's the air, it's the end of your foot swing kick in
3: motion and the big kick. Yeah. Which is a bit weird with Darwin, but um yeah. yeah. We don't know what leg he's on with Darwin either, so. Okay,
2: Which, to be honest he does seem to take an equal amount of shots with left and right to be fair <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you just, you've you know,
3: the tracker so
2: yeah where he got his injury yeah, yeah. so I guess Well, uh, it's
4: genuinely more likely to occur for a kicking phase when you um, like it, for example if you have a shot in the middle of goal and you mistime it and slice it wide you've not just mistimed the, the the contact on the ball you've mistimed the swing and that's when it's most likely to happen
2: so I think the thing I I, I I thought most interesting on your Twitter feed this afternoon, say, si, was when you basically pointed out how little Canate has actually played. John, um, just just the, the fact because you were saying he shouldn't he shouldn't be vulnerable in his situation with what he's done. He shouldn't be vulnerable to a hamstring injury. It,
4: it blew my mind that. Well, at first I noticed that um, he had played. He's the only. The only one of our players to have played every minute of twenty six of twenty twenty three so far, but we haven't actually played many games in twenty twenty three. So no, we're kind of a the surprise week. He is the only one.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, um, but
3: well, him, Tiago's played every minute as well. But he, he, no, he, he started sucked. every game. Ah, that's it. Sorry, yeah, yeah, he's got subbed. Yeah, he got subbed off twice. <laughs>
2: um
4: But yeah, he's he's played a. Um, Ibu's played a grand total of uh, for Liverpool do you know know how many minutes he's played so
3: far this season Um, didn't you say is it around 700
4: 609 wow (laughs) wow and he's played a grand total of 1032 all season I even I even typed it wrong. I said one uh one, two, 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 but it was a typing error. Ah, that's right. So he's played it. even less than I thought uh, than I thought he had. So the, yeah. this is so it's an average of thirty it'll be an average of thirty-eight minutes over the course of twenty-seven weeks.
2: Yeah. Jesus. But so he's twenty three. I know yeah, you said it, if a twenty three-year-old center back can't play six games in thirty days without ripping a hamstring, we have some very real problems. So
4: Right, But just bear in mind, set set that up with our recruitment policy of recruiting lads that have demonstrated a capacity for more than 1,200 metres of high-speed running, which a centre-back doesn't do, um, twice a week for a season. So that they can... We know they have the physical capacities to play for Liverpool. And then we... There's a whole bunch of them, but but, um, this is... Um, this is Canati's fourth hamstring injury at uh, 23. And if you have one... Or Liverpool frozen. and Leipzig, Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, okay.
5: And so
4: he has uh, he, missed, I think, 26 games with hamstring injuries. But he's missed a lot of games in his career. Yeah. What was
3: his knee injury, sir? Was that not a uh, ligament injury?
4: Yeah, it was a... It was, a uh, was it ACL? No. no. Uh, it was a PCL. Would they have repaired that with a bit of ligament from the hamstring? No, uh, no. no. Uh, right. uh, they, they they can repair the, Well, they can repair it one or two ways, but it w- it definitely would have been hamstring. No, okay. They might so. do a ham- they but these days. They they tend to not with uh, yeah, powerful yeah, yeah. players do a hamstring yeah. graft anyway. Yeah, of a, of an ACL, but it could have been, but not for PCL for sure. Yeah, for sure.
2: So, been patella, yeah, or cadaver. So. Question right? To play football, right? You need to be able to run, right? And you need to be able to run a lot. So, as part of training footballers, you have to learn to be able to run. Typically, if you're a midfielder, 11k a match, right? And you have to be able to run at a high speed as well. And you have to, be, but at the same time, say si, it's not just about training players to run, is it? It's about giving them the strength and the condition of so their body can support them doing that every four days or something like that, right? So how do you, as a club, have to manage the, the tension, if you like, between the demands of running, like fitness-type stuff, and then the strength and conditioning, which is your area of expertise? How does a typical club work?
1: Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile. When it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t shirts, sweaters, hoodies, and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints, and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise, and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index.
4: So the strength and conditioning involves both of those things because the running bit is the conditioning bit. Um, the I think people are starting to come to terms with... The running side of stuff. They're starting to hear numbers of somebody did 11 and a half K or blah, or somebody sprinted 36 times. They're starting to get out there, but the key metrics are not those for football. They're, they're largely, um, uh, depend they're position specific for meters per minute, but we want like high octane players going to play, going to uh, be running more than 100 meters per minute, um, for 96 minutes. And that's quite hard. To do but that's an average of moving minutes of ball in play. Um, but one of the key, most understated um, statistics or qual- and then qualities that we need is decelerations, so change of direction, like mm. Bart's saying, decelerations. So you need a player to be making hundred uh, between eighty and one hundred decelerations a game, and that's where strength comes in. So the stronger you are, the so there's, there's a relationship between size, weight, mass and strength, your ability to decelerate that mass. Yeah. And then obviously speed comes into it because the, the faster you're going, the more force is required to stop you and change direction, um, which has a metabolic cost, which, uh, comes in muscle damage and energy con- uh, used, which takes longer to recover. Um, so faster players take longer to recover than slower players because they are they tend to be light uh, heavier and they tend to be producing more force which needs which requires more force to slow it down um so the greater the capacity you, uh, of your muscles to produce force strength um the lower amount of that capacity you need each time to slow down if that makes sense so hmm. so the the lower the toll on your body if you're if you can um in really meaningful terms if you can uh, deadlift two and a two and a half times your body weight and um and then you have to stop uh from i don't know say 10 ten ten k an hour uh, and that works out at point nine your body weight but uh, so that would work out at 40% of your maximum you had to uh, um, produce to slow you down. But if you only, if you don't deadlift and you only have the capacity to lift just over your body weight, then you have to produce 90% of your, um, your maximum every time you slow down. So the cost to your body is much greater. If that makes sense? Yeah. So, yeah. So the stronger you are, the more likely you are to be able to repeat decelerations. If you are having to work a higher percentage of your maximum each time, you are significantly more likely to get um, hamstring tears or hip flexor tears, which are the two power um, muscles that uh, that are prone to tearing through fatigue. And we have an abundance of both.
2: Yeah. So... But just to bring you in, and um, there was the there was the article by Simon Hughes in the Athletic inside the medical physio fitness departments at Liverpool earlier in the season. There was talk of this kind of stuff. Then mm-hmm. I was wondering, you know, we're looking potentially at, at a special cause, probably you know, causing all this issue and something gone seriously wrong somewhere. Is it possible that the, that we were out of sync between the right balance we need between the strength and the conditioning parts of the
3: the c Hundred percent. I from size just said I think size explained it beautifully in terms of what the load we're asking our players to do. And yeah. the only way you mitigate that is by utilising the S and C stuff we have to ensure the players don't have to exhibit that amount of extra load in a game. So yeah. clearly, in my mind, if you look at the evidence that there, that isn't being done. We're not we're not listening to our S and C guys, which we're not gonna employ idiots. The S and C guys are highly qualified people there. They're just not mm. from my mind, looking at the evidence and the injuries not being utilised correctly.
2: Yeah. Do you think this will end up with um at the end of the season, maybe before who knows, with major change in the um in the um, S and C and fitness departments?
3: Depends which way you look at it, Darth. At the moment, we've got no one running the show, have we?
2: Well, well, leave. Oh, okay, <laughs> leaving mm-hmm. aside the fact that it's not actually clear who would appoint such a person, if we had to replace him, should would this kind of? Yes, it, if, if, you,
3: yeah. if you were if you were a run club, you would look at this as we did when I think when Klopp first arrived, he said, "Right, well, we have to sort out the injuries." Yeah. And we systematically went through like a root and branch review and went, right, what system do we need to make sure that we get the best our players out, all of our players out that had to increase our availability. And they and they did that. They did as I said, we started to recruit players who could do XYZ, which is what Edwards and his team did. We relooked at the injury protocols, we looked at mm. the medical side, we brought it all together. And if you look at the graphs that Cyber out on Twitter, the seasons where we've been the most successful is when we reduced our injuries. It's, it's no coincidence you know? shits, no shits. shit you know you yeah. get away from that and alright the centre-back's getting injury. fair enough that, but again that was a recruitment issue we didn't recruit the spare centre-back we needed so therefore mm. we overloaded the midfielders we didn't play your son what well, we probably should have done and it caused it a cascade effect yeah? yeah this season seems to be just a systematic failure in not utilising the staff we have in pre-season which we come yeah. back to time and time again pre-season was not adequately carried out this year, tactically, physically, yeah. the whole lot. So who, who, who's responsible for that? Is that Clock for not using them? Is that one of the, or the medical staff for not... Well, the way we're led to believe now, well, Rosie, is assist. it's Klopp, isn't it? It's all on clock. That's, that's what we're led to believe now. There is no, there is no overarching person. My, my feeling in all this is that there is, um,
4: what I see it, uh, uh, lots of football clubs lots of sports clubs throughout the world professionally is uh, there is a uh, philosophical um discussion or disagreement Confront. misalignment going on um Particularly in football, in how much lifting you need to do, how much strength yeah. training that a footballer should do, like what sort of fit, uh, muscle size is appropriate for a footballer? And Klopp is and Corny very, very much down the conditioning is is important, and we need light players to get around the pitch. Yeah, pro- yeah.
2: our, our, our um, players are very lean, aren't they? So si? they're in very,
4: the- very lean. Lean is great. Milner is the uh, Milner and Mo are like my level of prototypical footballer. Yeah. And Hendo is Kormeyer's prototypical footballer. H- mm. Hendo and Fab. Mm. Yes. So if you're that lean and you don't lift heavy weights, there is potentially a, con- there is either, a, the debate goes, there is either a consequence of that. Or you're just missing uh, a potential avenue of perf- gain of performance improvement. Hmm. Yeah.
3: It's about the whole package size, isn't it? You, know, these you all just elements need to be, to be strong and fast yeah. and be able to get around the pitch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the, what's the logic for not wanting to do weights then? Is it because if you get more muscle it, like you slow down? Increase
4: uh, mass. Yeah, Is in- it- What's yeah. the- increased mass, it means increase, increased workload, which which means you're using more calories, you're more likely to get tired more quickly.
3: Okay, okay, okay.
4: So historically, you will have lads that lift, and they tend to be lower down on the James Milner lactate test, which or a 2K test, which is one of those things that they, um, they decide are the most important things in the world in some conditioning settings. Um, yeah. but then you have James Milner who is a beast
2: and he can do all of it and that's the, that's what a footballer should look like yeah okay so there's your there's your hamstring special <laughs> we do have to talk about Brighton now but before actually before we even start talking about Brighton Rosie um, um, we, haven't ch- we were chatting earlier on um, and yeah. I thought we should loop back to one of the pods we did I think it was after the West Ham game at Anfield and um, we talked about um, our performance data, if you like, our season performance data. The performance data. Yeah, yeah. In comparison to some of the worst periods that we've had as a team, I like, and we gone back to the the absolute horror run at the start of 2021, um, calendar year 2021, and also some relegated teams we looked at, didn't we? And we I thought
0: the teams that finished 18th.
2: <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we looked at teams that finished 18th in the Premier League in the last five years, I think. And because what I wanted to do was just to try and come into the Brighton game just on the context of, uh, is what we're trying to do now a reaction to just how bad the performance is? So you've updated things, right? So what did you find?
0: Yes, just a quick note that anyone listening, that that analysis of hamstrings was absolutely top-notch and you literally yeah. don't have them anywhere else. Um, no, no, no. For this... um yeah, so in that horror run, and the first game of that was a 1-1 draw at home to West Brom, and the last game was a 1-0 defeat at home to Fulham. It's a 14-game sample. Um, yeah, it's a good sample, yeah. very good sample, and we would regard it. Well, I think we lost five or six games in a row. Six at games home. in a row at home, we lost yeah, after after, what was it, a 68 or seven? Yeah, 70. 68,
2: yeah, 69 game. They lost a the record to, lost it to Burnley, lost the unbeaten record to Burnley, and then lost six in a row.
0: Yeah, so... In that period of games, we were conceding. We conceded seventeen goals in fourteen games at one point one three a game, which is poor. You're probably not going to win the league conceding more than thirty eight goals, but isn't catast- catastrophic? Or yeah, it's
2: not that bad considering really that the the results in that period.
0: Yeah, and we also conceded 0.97 xg a game, which is decent i'll take that this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, we were conceding 7.6 shots a game on average and 1.8 big chances at the time i remember was talking about it, that's too many big chances it's it's about 1.5 shots over our normal and it's and it and, it, and to be honest we won the league with a 0.95 xg against so mm. The XG there wasn't... And in seven, eight of those 14 games, we conceded less than 0.7 XG. So there was a lot of nil-nil nonsense. There was a lot of barely much happening in that game because we had a limited squad. We had similar level of injuries, but not as bad as what it's been this season. Anyway, this season, we have conceded 1.29 goals a game. But worse than that, we've conceded 1.44 XG per game now for context Fulham went down in 18th in 2021 with 1.4 XG against (laughs) worse than that the worst out of the five um, teams Swansea Cardiff Bournemouth Fulham and Burnley Burnley went down with 1.71 now we'll come on to the shots against We we are conceding just under 10 a game um and obviously, we're still not about. bad. Ten
2: a game is not bad in that. It's instance,
0: not that bad, but at our level, we've yeah. been around six and a half, seven. Yeah, we usually are. But the absolute catastrophic part of this analysis is that we conceded three big chances a game. Still three. None of those relegated teams conceded more than two point four. <laughs> Burnley went down conceding one point eight seven big chances a game. Yeah. So we're twice as bad as a relegated side in terms of high quality chances conceding and this is only league doesn't Doesn't include the nine we conceded against Napoli doesn't <laughs> include the ones we conceded um, <laughs> against Man City or Brighton um, it's just the league but it's Literally, rele- relegation defensive performance.
2: And just just to be clear to everybody listening, those figures there on the XG for us, they're the ones we collect match by match. And there's an aggregate across, average across the models, yes. isn't it? So oh, six, seven, six, seven XG models in, and that's the average of the figures. So, we're, so that's what we're using. So yeah, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thanks
0: great. for that, Rosie. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for making me look at it
2: again. <laughs> so, brilliant stuff. So, Bart, just want to come on to you then. I mean, just, did you think that the Brighton game two weeks ago was the point of no return, the tipping point that finally we could not carry on doing the same thing? Something has to change. I think we said
3: last week, uh, yes, I do. And <laughs> we haven't got it right yet. I do, I will come on to it, but I, I do think there are some things we have tried to change. Mm. Um, and I, I top part of that is a midfield selection. I think we've, I think we've gone to play a higher line again. Uh, you know, the things we said we've got, we've, we have, I mean, Klopp must have said compact in the, in the presser, a double, double figures. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. clearly they're working on being more compact. And I, I do genuinely think we have tried to be more compact. What did Rob, was- again? Rob kept saying we wanted to compact, compact. Yeah. So mm. I think we have evidently worked on that. The midfield is is picked. Uh, I wouldn't quite say meritocracy, but I think it is. They are carrying out that working in it in a more con- confined, disciplined areas. Mm. Um, and the front, particularly as we've said, in the last pod, is we've chosen Gapgo to do a job. Which is to. Cody,
2: just say Co- Co- Cody? Cody yeah. yeah, sorry, Cody. <laughs> Definitely.
3: Code, so we've chosen Cody to do the, the job from the front, which Nunes can't do, and Mo to a lesser degree can't do. So um, I think we've chosen a side to do that, and Joe and Canate are our quickest two centre halves as well.
2: Yeah. So lots of, um, lots of angry, um, angry sure. my Liverpool timeline about no Nunes. Um, so even, leaving aside, we don't know how fit he was because he has been injured. Um Do you think that it was still a tactical selection because we are trying this more conservative, defensive approach to try and fix those, make, try and at least improve on those horrific numbers that Rosie outlined? Do you think there's a conscious decision by Klopp to
3: go slightly more conservative and defensive? I think so, but then it's really hard to say that because we don't know how much fit he was. The problem I have with that is Harvey. His Harvey for me wasn't disciplined in his role. Mm. In time and time, we've looked over the last few games and we looked at the, when we had the AI day and we've had the press zones, yeah. Mm. And even look at the OPTA, his, his area of work, if you like, his touches on and off the ball is huge compared with the other defined zones of the six front players. Mm. Yeah. Which says to, and even we've, we said in the chat, like Harvey is cutting in, picking up the ball in the ten. I mean, he scored from the inside right area. Hmm. Yeah, so that I would, I'd go along with the tactical thing if you had an extremely disciplined front three.
2: Yeah, but yeah, so he yes, so he he. Okay, we can we can still say he did some nice things in this match. He had a he had, yeah, a, sure. fairly, he had a fairly decent game, but um, in terms of a tactical framework, he was ill-disciplined because he did, he didn't stick to his. Yes, from, yeah. it, from, from it, it's the
3: left-hand side. So, yeah. Robbo was was done. Was had two v ones a yeah. lot. He dealt with it okay because for the first hour, Thiago was in a position to help out. Yeah, the midfield works as a three to to protect that area, be an optional protect. Yeah, mm. but when you clock past that hour, the midfield changed. They weren't as disciplined. Yeah, a gap started to arise. So, I I think yes, I think there's part of the tactical there because you put Darwin in. Fundamentally, he's not he's not going to do it off the ball. So you would have had a lot more volume coming through the middle of the park. Yeah. yeah, Which would have meant the midfield three. That would have been a real test actually. See how good this midfield three are to deal with that volume of ball coming through the middle. It then have also would have exposed the left-hand side more because they wouldn't have been able to support Rubbo. So it would have exposed the whole whole Harvey left. So I think he probably went on balance off the ball, I'd accept one player not doing the game plan, and for me, at the for Klopp at the moment, that's Harvey. Yeah, yeah.
2: But you'd, like, you'd, you'd, the new, you'd go with Nunes because the trade-off with terms of the pace on the counter attack, getting behind the opposition
3: is higher. Yeah, and the fish yeah. sure. <laughs> potentially. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I've, I've said I. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I probably would. But um, I think it's a bit of a toss-up, I have to say. I mean, Harvey's got two and two at the moment. Yeah. Uh, in, the Dolan, cup, in the cup, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? He's still yeah, scored, absolutely. isn't he? He's, yeah, he's absolutely. Got, he's got but, in positions to score. I mean, he missed Cracker in this game as well. Obviously. I
2: think that, that, that Nunes has got one goal since the World Cup. Is exactly. Right? So <laughs> there's a lot of things you could say that are going in Harvey's foot. I mean, the other thing I just thought was symptomatic of our the way, the you know, our model thinking is that the last three major signings have all been left wingers, and then we end That's up crazy. playing. And then we end up playing Harvey Elliott.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, and- but I know there's injuries. I know there's injuries. But I just yeah. It's yeah. yeah just it doesn't make sense to me. But hey, no. not a lot of things do at the moment. No. So,
2: sorry, um, Just continuing that theme. So we're saying we're setting up more. um, Um. Compact and you know more, slightly more conservative, slightly more defensive. How do you, how did you see the game plan and our approach?
4: I thought it was really interesting in comparison to Brighton's approach. And the first forty minutes were played in a twenty meter space, either ten meters either side of the halfway line. Mm. Um, that's how compact we were. We were fifteen minutes, fifteen meters front to back, and. Really narrow. We were thirty meters across the pitch, narrow from fullback to fullback, and then the the um, wide players were tucked inside that. So we were absolutely co- uh, desperately trying to be a cohesive unit. You could watch the players throughout yelling at each other to make sure they were in the right spaces. First and foremost, the single most important thought in their brain was to maybe compact is the word, but but to stay with to stay in their spacing. Um, and consequently, the fantasy is gone, and nobody was pushing beyond and high and taking advantage in any kind of number because the because if the ball got loose, our first thought still was make sure I'm in the right position not to be counted on.
2: Yeah. But do you think do you and think
4: this there's is maybe a benefit to that? How many big chances do we concede? I'm not quite sure. Great. But, in were
2: total, from set pieces no there was one there was the one in the first half from a transition that's then, oh
4: yeah that's one i put yeah,
0: yeah, in, yeah. in in it was action. miles up failed, was it yeah. what yeah. What, 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 were the, what were the other two Rosie? matomas um, winner And no, was set piece and March from a matomas um, outside of the foot yeah
2: that was yeah, um, yeah, about
0: yeah, with yeah. about 15 to go was it that one
4: yeah that was and that was through passing yeah that was possession that Yeah, Um, so we did kind of negate the counter. We got counted a couple of times. Once um, I counted through, we had a 19 pass phase, lost possession. They had the they had two touches, and then we had a 26 pass phase, um, which I I talked to you guys through in the chat, which resulted in getting Harvey in a half space with uh, 10 meters around him, and at the same time as as Robbo had um, had made a run in behind. He would have had 30 or 40 metres of grass to run into and Harvey didn't see him and he laid the ball off back to Tiago instead who forced a pass because he knew it was the time. It was it's what we talked about last week about Thiago knowing the right time when we're set. He knew it was the right time to make the pass, that Harvey was uh, the right time to make the pass. Problem is, Tiago no longer was the right time. He was the second half too late because we got too many players gone. Forward at that point, he forced the ball into Mo. Um, Dunk uh, got his foot in ahead of Mo, and the ball broached directly um, back past Robbo through through that uh, that space, and then they yeah. had a big chance in the left. Oh, Tread cleared
0: uh, off the line. Yeah, trend yeah, cleared it off the line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, but they basically and that, just played where Robbo w- was because he was put upfield. But yeah. yeah exactly. It wasn't,
0: and Robbo wasn't caught out of position.
4: Robbo had done the exact thing he yeah. was supposed to do. It's just that we forced the pass at the wrong time. Yeah. Instead of Harvey playing the right pass at the right time, we'd have been perfectly protected and we had three men in the box.
2: Yeah. So Harvey missed the Harvey missed the missed the opportunity. And the only slight mistake was basically Tiago should have recycled instead of forced Yes, it. Yeah. exactly.
4: He should have then taken that moment to make another 26-pass phase yeah, to, yeah. to create yeah. some instability on the other side.
2: Yeah.
4: It's, yeah. It's, so it's not, it's not even about anything not want to make. It's not about decisions and opportunities to make a pass. Harvey missed the pattern. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, re- that's a very well-rehearsed pattern. Harvey just missed that that's the pattern that we were making. Yeah, which which was unfortunate, and and it cost us. But but we did have that that compactness throughout the rest of the game up until
2: the the subs. Yeah. So, um, did we finish the lineup per se? (laughs) Liverpool lineup.
0: Um, I just came in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Trent was,
2: came in. That was it. That was it. it was a, that was the only change, that he went you kept with the front three. Um yep. Barts but Brighton's lineup, uh they made some interesting changes, didn't they? They went with the front two.
3: Yeah. They changed the keeper. Obviously, uh yeah. the lad we're after is exiled from the squad at the moment. Yeah. So he's in the basement. He's locked He's in the basement. basement. Yeah. So um came. came County. So- We're after Phil. Well, <laughs> we put a bit in this time, I didn't. We? Everybody's after him, but it, he's in the basement anyway, unless you pay on your Amex, then you might get him. But um no, they changed the centre half and the right back, so they brought in uh Lamptey and yeah. Webster at centre half. I mean not a bad, it... not a bad sub, is he Lamptey coming in there? No, he's not, he's not. Uh it's a cup game for them, isn't it? So they're kind of straight out of the league. Is it uh the um Gross Gross came into play in the double pivot instead in of Lady? Gross but, and, and McAllister double pivot double pivot and then Welbeck drops in the ten and Ferguson went up top. <laughs> yeah, so can we just have a second? Can we just have a second, right. Yep. McAllister
4: and Pascal Gross, two yeah. wide attacking forwards in any other previous generation of football. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
4: They're playing defensive midfield.
2: Yeah, yeah. Shows you what he thought, Deserby thought about our attack, doesn't
3: it? Yeah, it's crazy. I, it's crazy, but and I, I do think uh, looking at, I mean, I get its volume and the rest of it, but looking at the duels they had, I do think the way we set up had an impact to them up to the first subs. Remember the pattern you posted, Dave, from the duels that they, they managed to do in the first game, in the league game. Yeah. It was like a fan. But up to the first half, they didn't have any duels in our box. There was hardly, was one in both half spaces and there was only three in total in our defensive third, which is a massive improvement from the double figures I had in the league game.
2: Exactly. And, it was exactly the same passing network shape as Chelsea we and literally Chelsea. forced them down the flank. but to be fair their their entire game plan was getting Matoma on the ball wasn't it for that sure was it. It, but yeah.
3: it was I mean it's not quite banging in the channel was, there was a bit of a I think they stretched really wide and they played a quick ball inside and they played it then they played a vertical pass in between the space they've been between the full back and San half. So that's, it was a bit more nuanced to it. But they had a strong box in their defensive midfield. You know, they had two centre-halves, two six in front. And that box is prevalent on even the league game. It's there. That's their structure. And then they play around. They move around that. So, yeah. But we forced them wide. But then that also played to their strengths.
2: So, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll pay some we'll pay tribute to uh, Matoma uh, yeah.
4: well, statistically, the our system worked in that um, McAllister had sixty two percent of the touches that he had against us in the last game, yeah. and um, and Gross had fifty five percent of the touches uh, uh, Caicedo had. So the thing they killed us with, we were much better at negating.
3: Up to first subs.
2: Yeah, they they had 64% possession in the league game, and it's 55-45 this game.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone got a breakdown? For, I haven't got it for the last, from the subs onwards to full-time. I'd suggest they were they um, massively skewed that the other way. Uh, 54-46 was... Four was pendos, uh, so. Yes. Yeah, 54-46 up
2: to um, the um, subs. And then from the subs to full-time, uh, 58-42. All
0: right. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then in the last, when was the last set of subs? 70? Uh eighty or last ten. Uh
3: uh, sixty-six, thirty-four. Possession. Okay, so, one eighty-five. Yeah. They also won five duels in the last after the subs as well in our final third. Yeah. Um in the right channel. <laughs> Stop.
2: Uh, right. <laughs> right, Rosie, um, yeah. so um, talked a lot about changes, maybe the yeah. reason why we're making changes. In that format match summary, yeah. how, did it make any difference? <laughs> well,
0: um, I went back to the other Brighton game in the league, um, and I'll compare them as we're going along. So obviously the non-penalty XG, we had 0.96, obviously it's just one model for this, 2.01 for Brighton. In the league game we had one point two they had two point one in this game we had eight shots they had thirteen in the league game we had six they had sixteen we had six shots in the box to ten in the league game it was five to twelve in this game we had two shots on target to six in the league game they had eight to two and there was we had two big chances in this and that and they had three in both. So, so, just, so, it was, so it was three to two in this. Did you say
2: the big chance in this game? Yeah. Three, three to three to none in the league game. Oh, no, three right?
0: to two in the league game.
2: Okay. To,
0: yeah. Um, now, I don't think, like, I think Phil's just mentioned that. I think he's breaking down the match here, isn't it? All our XG came up to an hour. We didn't mm. have any. Most have of it came in the first 35 minutes. Yeah. There was a few
2: shots after that, but yeah, quite a few shots, quite a few opportunities in second half where we were in the box and didn't actually shoot for some reason. Yes.
4: There's one shot after Harvey's goal.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it it was
3: was flatlined after that.
0: Flatlined. Yeah. So, you could say we were... Compact, not conceding. We conceded one big chance um, before the subs. That was the um, focus on one that we just discussed there where Harvey doesn't play the right ball and then yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't recycle. So that was the only chance we conceded, big chance. And then we conceded the solid March one, which was a good bit of skill. But that was after the subs, so that was. Mm. I think we were winning the big chances, weren't we? Until the yeah, 2, yeah, one. two, two one one and two the shots, yeah. shot, and the shots was eight seven. Yeah, I mean and also, Elliot was clean through, put clean through by Gap, and made the wrong choice. Yeah, and his first touch was <laughs> his second touch was terrible. Yeah, he didn't get a shot away. And that would, that didn't go down as a missed opportunity. Didn't go down as a missed opportunity. No. Interesting. Um. Yeah, and there was the Salah one in not a big chance, but it was, in the first three minutes we had a chance, and then Kit Ke- didn't quite get on a shot Just away. it. Yeah, not it was cleared off the line, but that wasn't a big chance, no. No, 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 no. that wasn't a big chance. But again, it, it was it's a good chance, and it was a good move. So th- there's definite, it's definite breaking down in the first hour, much better, if not dynamic and. <laughs> On the front four all the time. There was there was the defensive compactness there in the last half an hour, last twenty five minutes. Back to what it was in the league game, I think. Yeah,
2: yeah, oh yeah,
0: yeah, for sure, for sure.
2: Um, so, um, say si, so. Let's talk about some. Let's talk about the nice things that happened um, in terms of the pattern of play and major events that first, you know, the first hour of the match. I I think it's fair to say. I know this is, we're making making a big deal of this, but overall, I thought we were the better team. And we were unlucky, very unlucky, not to be ahead of half time. Um, And I thought our tactics in terms of in that mid block position, waiting, it was very much like watching teams have played us us for so long, whereas they would stay in position, it would break down somewhere around halfway in, in the D and then we'd be in a position to a couple of passes and we'd be in a dangerous situation. I thought that was my recollection of watching the match. What did you think, Say? Did you think we were in, broadly in control? Um, I don't think we were in control. I don't. I, I think we had uh, a, a lot more
4: um, Brian Potter um, uh, passive possession than we typically ever do Um Usually, we've heard of we heard Klopp speak on on um, Monday Night Football about it, but like the there are rules about how quickly you have to get the ball in get the ball forward, mm. not like from front to back, but forward. Um, and this was just retaining possession for long periods of the game. It was just sterile possession. Um, I That's think there are there, a couple of moments, but it is one way to control a game with. That. And, Absolutely, but they were allowing us to, is what I'm saying. And I thought they forced uh, forced instability in our um, negative in our backline three times, and we did it once to them in the first in the first half. But it was the most. What's the right term? It looked the most designed. We had been the most well rehearsed. We had been. Maybe all season. You
3: took that at a mo chance.
0: Uh, yeah, only three chances. I thought there was the more one when Kater drives forward in the first minutes um, and puts more in, and then there was the more ball to Elliot for the goal. That's that's a transition, is it? And then there was the other one where Gakpo wins it. just and to mo. and then there was the other one where Gakpo gives it to Elliot. So that's four in the first half. I suppose maybe maybe I'm underselling.
4: No, but I thought. I think we just had like attacking opportunities. I think they had us panicking. I think that's the difference. I think we had them panicking once. They had us, us panicking three times. And they did have literally a goal saved off the line.
5: Hello. I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. He presents a tad predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL roundtable there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye bye.
3: Yeah,
2: so we go
3: on
2: the other lines, we? I think the best chance of the half was the, the 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 Salah one. I think it was even better than the Ferguson one, to be honest. But
3: yeah, we pushed it wide from uh, uh, yeah, probably
0: probably offside, but yeah,
2: yeah, it was offside, was it? Uh, yeah,
3: it was. Yeah, it would have been close. Yeah, very close. To be fair, the Harvey second one would would have been an amazing chance if he'd made the right choice. Yeah, true. We we definitely made much
4: better shapes than we have done. Much better patterns. I agree but- with that. Yeah, it. We we weren't um, committing men forward into the box to create chaos. I was going to say three. Was
3: it? Roth? You say four. Let's say there was four decent. To, I think at least half those were on a counter. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yes, yeah, so it, it wasn't. I'm saying it wasn't. But that was my point. Packed. It was. Right. Yeah. I,
2: I thought it was coming from our specifically from our kind of mid block and but you know our, our solid yeah, shape. Yeah. And then Brighton's Brighton's build up would break down, and then I thought we. I thought
0: at least three times we did that and you know made- bashetic was good and more controlled and tiago was good for first half i thought
3: i thought Naby was really good first half yeah
4: it's weird i i was impressed by um uh, uh passing and one interception way more than people were than than his general um uh, control of space or positioning or anything defensive, um, which might come at some point. He's a, he's a kid, for God's sake! But everyone was talking about that, and it was actually on the ball stuff that I was more impressed with.
0: Yeah he, he, he made three tackles, and got dribbled past three times and got booked. Really.
4: Yeah,
3: where, where do you think he won on his jewels? Uh, one was in the box, and a couple out wide. Yes, yeah, so for me on the on the map here from Opta, they're all in a central area. Really, right. he did get yeah. in the box, did he? stock no, has not, no, not, not showing up, but all the ones out he lost. Um, which make, which, make, which makes sense? Yeah, exactly. He's gone out of the area he was supposed to be in, and he's lost the ball.
2: Say, talk to me about midfield man marking, please.
4: Which just makes sense. What we tried to do against them before made absolutely no sense. Why on earth do you go from a from a one and a two midfield to a two and a one midfield? against the against the inverse hmm. like our, ma- our man for man our team matches up formation wise against their midfield perfectly you can just instruct them differently to do different things in spaces but in this game we absolutely locked on tiago locked on to uh, mcallister nabi locked on no the other way around nabi locked on to uh, mcallister and tiago locked on to um, Gross. As soon as their centre backs got the ball, we, uh, and then Gakpo um, blocked the pass into either either of them. He was, he was um, basically, uh, he was conducting which direction that they were going to pass the ball
2: into where we were setting up to press. Yeah. Yeah. Which was just smart. It's not like. So it's basically a continuation of Chelsea and Wolves, isn't it? Same, same, same setup, same tactics, same Same personnel. but the way you hear about Rose should talk, talk about this
4: and to um do the press himself, but the way you hear the commentators and pundits talk about the press like it's a thing, and and the thing that they call the press is the Lalana chase. Mm. Yeah. That's
0: and it's not, not it's, it's what not. Gakpo was doing. Yeah. Exactly that. And there's so many different kinds of pressing. Yeah. But this is
2: not- this this is not gegenpressing. This is this is defensive. It's it's working it's working right and it's 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 a, it's doing a disciplined job for your team blocking passing. Yeah, I'm sure. it's this is not when we when we talk about press, we've always really talked about the proactive winning the ball back in as as, as part of a systemic systemic patterns of play. Know, is, the
0: is that clock rule wasn't it? Yeah.
2: So, but you know where you're, you're looking at where. Cody, Cody's going to be pressing in this game and, and against Chelsea Wolves, and where Bobby would be pressing when we were a gagging pressing team. There's, there's no comparison, you know? So.
0: It's, a quite, it's just a totally different tactical
2: pressing setup. Yeah. And I think, but we all agree it's been dictated by the absolute abomination of our defensive performances, right? That's the cool. reason why we're doing this now.
0: And, sure. this is, and this is what I mean, those, those um, match summaries were kind of similar, but the pressing was completely different in this game to the league game. In the league game, we're in absolute shambles, Where it's the worst pressing performance we've had, and, and this was a more controlled, effective, but not attacking tactic. Yeah. Tactical. yeah.
5: I mean, we, we, yeah.
2: we were just a lot smarter than the, 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 the first game. We were so naive and what we were trying to do, we were just trying to press them and then they literally wait for us and then they just pass straight through us, wouldn't they? it all constantly
0: yeah. pass. Oh, dear. Anyway, so... So <laughs> to failed pressing in that league game. I'm not sure there was any failed presses leading to shots in there. No, nah, there wasn't, was there?
3: Because we didn't know anywhere near, for a large part of the game, they weren't in a position to have that. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We didn't, we forced them into areas we wanted them to have the ball a little bit.
2: I think there might have been one on the first half on the Matoma one where
0: he cuts inside. And had the Robo one been, oh, yeah, yeah. Had had the Robo one been five yards, 10 yards further forward for their win, that would have been a failed press. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, Should we talk about the the goal?
0: Who wants to do that? Rosie. Well, it was, it was, it was was lovely, yeah. Um, I thought Moore pressed well earlier on. He, he won the ball and then it broke to Nabbit who gave it him back. Great first-time pass. Um, Moore's quick on his dribble, attacks him, and his weighted through ball was perfect. Um, and unlike the other chance where Elliot doesn't hit it with his right foot, he tries to be on his left, and this, he does hit it first time with his right. And, yeah, uh, keeper doesn't say it. it should. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Talk to me about your little quirk on the Elliott, on the Elliot goal that you noticed. He's gone, for, he's, gone, he's gone for a cup of tea, hasn't he? He's for food.
0: Him, doesn't he? He's probably a post probably, shot, isn't he? Yeah. That's what we talking about. Is exactly. that yeah. explaining post shot? Yeah. Bart, talk to me about it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Go. I was
4: say, I haven't even seen it. <laughs> I couldn't find the Zoom window under my, my 15 sheets yeah. uh, to press mute. Um, yeah. The quirk of post shot XG, which we talk about all the time on here, is where the goal is, is the value of the shot the goalie has to save, basically, not, not from where the, the uh, chance happens. And um I, uh, that's what we thought it was, but it's actually where it goes over the line Um because Harvey took a shot, which was basically straight at the goalie and the goalie attempted to save and uh, scuffed it towards the corner of the goal. By the time it got to the goal, it was a 0.9, um expected goal. So it was a 90% chance of going in there. That's that's like right in the corner. And it, yep. he actually the, struck the shot down the middle.
0: Yeah and too, then huge slow in the system isn't it Dom?
2: yeah and then coming on to our unlucky equalizer um, can can i just point out one thing before before you do this with the unlucky equalizer is that the
4: ibu got a lot of credit for this game maybe even the most of any player on the pitch and both goals were caused by his issues leading to corners oh right leading yeah just headed it out yeah,
0: and yeah. Headed out for throwing it skewed off corner.
2: So the other issue with post XG is perfectly illustrated with the Brighton, very unlucky equaliser, absolutely unsavable deflection from Lewis Dunk. How he, how he has the brass neck to claim that as a finish, I just don't know. <laughs> Honest to God. I, mean, I know he's on a goal bonus. For I was going to say, it's yeah. going to be a goal bonus, isn't it? Yeah, but um it was 0.08 um <laughs> post shot <laughs> xg because it go it goes it goes really quite slowly down the middle of the goal. And
0: so Alison would just put his foot on it, wouldn't it, had it not been deflected.
2: Yeah. So yeah. the lesson lesson of the story here, kids, is um post shot XG is still not handled with deflected shots. And I don't know if I don't know if any, any supplier would do. doing this is obviously Opta. We don't have access to Stats Bomb anymore, but it would be very interesting to see if Stats Bomb do factor in deflections. But we talked about this What's, What's the, the solution? Thing? Um, not including them? Take it trying to figure out. I, I would say it was back to what we said at the start. Um, well, it's about special cause versus common cause. I mean, I think until you come up to a way with handle it, I think you have to remove them totally,
3: don't you, from your data set? I, yeah, but then they've done. So Alta have changed their model, haven't they, to include the, the number of defenders in the way? Of the sh- is that yeah, but what, that's, the right X, that's the XG. But I know, the XG but XG what I'm the saying. They've worked out that calculation. So, But I think for the moment, yeah, I would remove it. But I'm just saying if they've managed to work that out, the XG, it can't be that far along, they're thinking, to work out the post but anyway yeah i think at the moment you remove it because that's ridiculous isn't it i mean both of them are actually ridiculous and they're gonna post yeah. shot
2: but we're, it's always been the case and it's one always yeah been so yeah i think data providers yeah. deflected shots get them yeah you, you you tag whether it's deflected or not don't include them in your shot models rec- rec-
3: this the annoying thing about this guy is uh size so right canato could have solved it at, so, at, the, at the source right but equally we should have got out to the ball quicker should have blocked a shot it's, 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 it's the two, two runners. You, don't, like, don't block you the, the shot. The shot. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, why, why are we let the guy shoot? Do you know what I mean? It's just that kind it's of... It's is, a, Trent, Trent cleared it with a header. It's a poor header. It's a poor header from Trent.
4: It right? was it's outside not, the box. That's all you're going to do. Yeah, from the, the, the goal is to get it outside the box. And it was 10 yards outside the box. And he hit
2: it wide. Yeah, I, just, I, think we should, I think we could have done better with that. I'm just saying it, it, it's Trent, unfortunate. But, can can yeah. I just say that Trent's header is a successful clearance, not an unsuccessful oh, it? one? Yeah, because yeah. the thing is it does clear the danger area. But, you know, maybe you could close it down, maybe. But, you know, it was a bad one. I think
4: Trent got, Trent got ripped in this game and and ripped by Jürgen. And, and I think he did a really good job against one of the five best
2: wingers in the world right
4: now. Yeah,
3: I thought Trent had a good game. Yeah, um, same
2: here. I think, yeah. I think, well, well, Trent didn't help himself was he, he, he had a face like a slapped ass on the bench. He did. After, after Good. He
4: I, want a, I want a great player to be pissed off when he gets dragged off. I don't want for a, now. I want a great player to be pissed off when he gets dragged off for the, for the 12th time in 24 games. Yeah, for a 37 year old. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the way Klopp talked about why and what, that he, he like, explained that he
3: was taking him off for a defensive substitute. And then Milner gets done for the one brilliant ball for, of the whole game. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, and he saves
2: it. I mean, with the greatest one in the world. I mean, James Milner is not going to do you any better job defensively against Maton no, and Trent. So yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, to be honest, the only thing I'd say is, and I, I agree, it's harsh on Trent. But maybe, maybe, maybe Klopp is doing a good job on the um, slaying the sacred cows. Um, you know, so it's just um, that, that everybody is accountable for their performance. So.
0: Maybe but if we'll see. If he's accountable, then if he's played well, he should, should be safe. I dribbled past twice in like five minutes, so it looked like he was getting done all the time. But I think it, I've had I've had a look on uh, the y Scout report where they do the duels against each other, and there were six duels between um,
3: Trent and Mitoma, Mito-ma. and Trent one three and Mitoma one three. So I was mm. going to say, and if Mito-ma you want to look twice. at fullbacks losing their battles, yeah. Roberson had eight jewels on his channel. Yeah, he only won one. <laughs> I mean, come on! Like yeah. that's that's if you if you're going to make yeah. it on performance, you took the wrong fullback off.
2: Yeah. Anyway, so Brighton make us up at half time. Like for like, Veltman comes on for Webster, uh, and then interestingly, um, they they sacrifice Danny Welbeck and they bring on Billy Gilmore, and they go to four five one. And while Brighton are going to four five one, Sai, what do we do? Shit in the bed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that.
2: <laughs> what was the plan with the subs first before she uh, the bed? Well, we were we were gonna Humiliating sh- Trent was that part first part of the plan, obviously, yeah.
4: Uh, I think if you listen to what Clock broke down at the end of the game, he was basically saying that the, they didn't get in down our right, our left hand side because um, we, because Robo had cover in front of him. Harvey worked really well down that side, blocking him up, and he didn't have any cover down the right. But Trent didn't have any cover down the right hand side. So he took Trent off and put Hendo on because obviously Nabby and Trent weren't doing a good job. Um, and they just emptied it out. Literally, three minutes after coming on, they emptied out the space and uh, Matoma was straight in behind Milner and Hendo wasn't pressing the pass into him.
3: Yeah. yeah. We said it in the chat, didn't we? As soon as Hendo comes on, it goes, who presses their fullback, it completely leaves that side. It was, it was ridiculous. He's forcing the game. He's imposing yeah. his will. But pressing the wrong, play- wrong area. It's was just
4: ridiculous just set aside for me, right? I know there's always the, the Nabi and Hendo competi- uh, competition and mm. debate, right? Do you remember f- for the first two years Nabi came? And what do we call him? Do you remember? He was a stats monster. Yeah. He yeah. absolutely dominated all statistics. Yeah. And also maybe gave the ball away a little bit more than Gini. He yeah, had like did. a 2.8. Points per game, didn't there, for his first two seasons of summer? Yeah, two point eight. He's now two point six nine. So he's still our most. He's, he's our highest points per game ever, anyway. But not as high. But but like his his XG build, his XG chain, yeah, yeah. it was per ninety. It was the best in the team by miles. Um, and no longer he doesn't. He's not involved in any of those numbers. He just never gives the ball away and goes and gets it back. Yeah, Klopp's turned him into Ginny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, you
0: did say that back in the time as well. But yeah, um yeah, just, yeah. just a quick point, Dan and uh I don't know if you've seen it before, but on this is Anfield, the the um give like five different kinds of player ratings. And I, I, I've never seen this, but I just thought it was interesting that five different types. On, on the so you've got who scored foot mob, the echo, and this is Anfield, and then this is Anfield readers, right? But what I find interesting is in on Foot Mob, Elliot got Our best player, 7.6. But Salah was second, 6.9. And Thiago, 6.9. Which kind of is strange. If you look at how the Liverpool fans voted, 3.3 for Salah, 3.3 for Trent, and the best player, according to our fans, was Canate with 6.7. And Saiz just said, both goals. He he had a part to play. There's There's such a perception... Between how we're how the players are performing statistically on the pitch and how our fans are now <laughs> interpreting it, how on earth were Trent and Salah are, by miles our worst players on that pitch? Not a chance were there. Salah got an assist, and they, yeah, he missed that chance, but he might have been offside. But he, he, he pressed for the goal. He said he, he got the assist. He what, was he was the second what, highest what, presser what, according what, to StatsBomb. Trent played an amazing pass with the outside of his boot to Salah yeah. in the first half, but our fans thought Trent and Salah and literally cleared the ball off the line. Yeah, yeah. With, with, he a word,
3: with a work, with a work, literally stopped play. the goal. How does that work? It, you got? Did you listen to the game though? Every time Trent was on it, they were talking about his defensive liabilities. Every time Mo was on it, they were talking about he's had a bit of a quiet season. That's is what seventeen. Yeah, but some you the, the commentators. That's what it just drips. I think it drips feeds into that like, consciousness. Wasn't it? Wasn't that. it? Robot Wars. Man, Jonathan Pierce. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, McCoyst, it. It, but Cost, they were well, both. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Matches. It was.
4: It was. It was two generally good people. McCoyst <laughs> who is incredibly positive and talks about every finish being brilliant, despite yeah. the double deflection. <laughs>
3: yeah, but they what were dripping in well about this. Well, this well, Mo being quiet, well, Trent being liability. Klopp's feeding it though, isn't it? Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, and Klopp doesn't help. Mo's got twenty-five yeah. goal
4: involvements. Yeah. He's created more chances than anybody else. He has more assists than anybody else.
2: Uh, he's actually overperforming his XG in all competitions this season. There you go. By 1.5.
3: He's I mean, more most of that, than I mean, most that, even that even is up.
2: Rangers, but you know, it's still it's still a sample. It's still a sample. That, you know, in the in you know, so but yeah. Yeah. Um but, so. but most of his most of his
4: is negative comes from um, Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you take yeah, the two yeah. big outliers out out of there. He's doing fine. He's not yeah, doing. He's... he's not by any stretch of the imagination on fire. He is also still one of the elite forwards
2: in the league. Yeah, and especially yeah. in Europe, in terms of goal involvements from uh, from a winger. Yeah, so he's still producing. It's just that the problem is that the Premier League season's been crap, and his a lot of his stuff has been skewed towards Europe rather than
0: um premier league but what but what's going on with our fans thinking like he's got an attitude problem trent's got an well, attitude problem Well, you, that, you should problem? you should definitely go on one of
2: the other ai shows rody with that because we've got a yeah. lot to get through still there, right? uh, okay. but well not a lot but a few other things but um just wanted to say on my my thing about the subs is that um there was people talking on my twitter feed about um after the subs that, you know, we were still in relative control, but then they were saying, look, okay, now this is better, we're pressing high. And I was thinking, well, actually, isn't that the very thing that we're trying to avoid? We don't want to be chasing Brighton down into their third, and we don't yeah. want to be pressing full yeah. and centre-back. You know, that's the opposite of what we've been trying to do for the first hour of the match.
3: Wow. Yeah.
0: Exactly. In yeah. fact, Dan, could you not say, and despite Fabinho's nightmare seven minutes or whatever it was, the worst Person for Liverpool in this game was Klopp.
2: Well, were the subs pre-planned? I don't know. No,
3: but why? No, so, um, I
2: mean, as I, I said, why? Yeah. Were they? Did they smelled They smelled a bit pre-planned to me. Say. <laughs> he's,
0: he's looking through his fifteen tabs. <laughs>
4: I I actually have uh, a daughter who's got ten mates around that are just leaving. Um. But um, I I think the meritocracy thing is going to be is a little bit overstated, and we have a few players that missed a lot of training in the last two weeks that aren't being picked, and they're getting their minutes in because I'm not still not convinced that they're being actively chosen against. So they're getting as much time as they as they needed
0: for their fitness. So it was pre-planned. At what point do you think? You could say that it's become a meritocracy. Then say, when they're in, in full
4: training. Okay. So if they have a full week of training and they, they don't get picked, then I'll agree. Yeah.
0: Or Real Madrid. There you go. Well, were you were saying before the game, we're, we're in the group. This is going to be his biggest. Yeah, it is. And if yeah. he carries on with it, but we're saying that's not enough now. <laughs> Henderson wasn't fitting off. I thought he was in training all week. That's why. Yeah. And they yeah. weren't. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah.
2: But if we're talking about, okay, we're doing all this because maybe we finally learned some lessons from the Brighton first Brighton match. And we're actually trying to put in place tactical changes and fixes to try and stop some of the problems. If you look at this match objectively, you'll see that it was a fairly even game which we probably shaded. we were lucky to be behind for the first hour. And by the end of the match, the last 20 minutes, we were absolute, we were as bad as the league game. And if you analyse it like that, then you'll realise that, okay, what we did at the start there was actually quite good. And that's something to build on. Whereas what we did at the end should absolutely never be seen again.
6: I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. (laughs) This is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Visit LibertyShield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout.
4: I, I, I couldn't agree more. We yeah. didn't create any XG from the moment uh, that they came on. And, and they, they doubled their XG from the moment the, the big sub. Yeah, symbolic. shambolic. Yeah. But, and doubled the big chances. But, <laughs> what, but what I said about about them not being picked because they aren't training, they also aren't training so they aren't doing the practice of the new patterns and formations that we're having, so they, they will get a buy-off clock.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if they're not ready to do it, then they say, right, you're coming in, you're an eight, you're man-marking this person here, you're the other eight, you're man-marking that person there, blah, blah, blah. Do that. I mean,
3: surely you can't be beyond the witted man to do that. I also don't get the, like, you, Fab, I, I can understand the eights, right? To a degree, I, I do get what I saying, but Fab... He's just playing six.
2: Yeah, why does he have to go like, on the edge why of the Why does he have to go and break
3: some bloke's leg yeah. and play appallingly? Like, literally, come on and play what, what the kid But he plays. was pressing right on the edge of their box exactly. a few times as well. And, that's, and, not, yeah. that's not what he normally would do anyway. Do you know what I mean? I think the eights, yeah, they're a bit more contained, but the six, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, he's largely doing what the six has always done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any chance there was a hold, hold this, let's
4: stir our possession for 60... And then we'll switch gears. Yeah, maybe. Well,
2: if if, that's, if, that's, the if plan, that's the case, then then they'll have to realise that it catastrophically failed.
3: So, yeah, yeah the, the problem you've got though, Dan, is you change so much in that half an hour. That's also an out for clock. because you change the midfield. You change. You put Darwin on. You, do you know what I mean? You opened up so many areas of the pitch. It it's it's you can work both ways. You can say, Yeah, we can sit here and go, Well, clearly it's the midfield, but Clock could probably go, Well, actually no. Um we opened up left eye channel could we took Harvey off, could put Nunes on. Do you know what I mean? He can look at it in different ways. Yeah. But I I I would go with what we said that the first hour gave us something to build on the last half an hour was probably the worst half an hour seen all season. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, since very the, much since the league game. Should have been that to eight should have been that to eight <laughs> men for a start. Well, great, yeah. Um mate. Can we um, pay some tribute to um, Karim Matoma? Um, this lad, I know we talked about it on the league game, but this lad, he is so good. He is, oh my God, he is so goddamn good. Um, I was just looking at paying tribute to his um, FB ref profile already, and he's like 95th percentile for so many things already. I know a small sample in the minutes in the Premier League, but. Good God, this, this
0: kid is... Uh, well, he's not even a kid anymore. He's 25-year-old. He heard his story, Dan. Didn't turn professional until he was 21. He did his PhD or degree on dribbling. That's yeah. amazing. Was he <laughs> one of yours,
3: Barts? <laughs> no, he wasn't one of mine. Did no. he mark his thesis? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, I, put, I I'd put a note in there saying sign for LFC, I tell you, I went
2: it should be, we should be able to get that, right? All PhDs are published, aren't we? But, uh, but. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, you should be able to. But you'd probably have to convert it from um, Japanese. He's Japanese, isn't he? Could,
2: could you add it to the list for one of your... Um,
3: yeah, yeah, I'll do that. that. see if you can I'm, dig I'm out. A, a, I'll write that down now for you. There you go. Um, yeah, I, we'll know,
0: I know neither of you two watched the World Cup, but it, he was unbelievable in that, Val. He was awesome. He came on against Germany and tore him a new one in the second half. Um Five goals in seven, is it? He's it just looks unbelievable. As I said, one of the five best wingers in the world.
3: Well, yeah, on form. Yeah,
6: his
3: his, his triples are amazing. Look at his tri- it's just
4: He was great at the World Cup, if you remember. His impact
3: was huge. Yeah, that's what,
4: yeah. Coming on a sub, he was a beast.
0: Yeah. it's it's just ridiculous it's like there's a kind of intelligence to his dribbling that you that makes sense if he's done such a deep dive analysis on his own about it because he is quick but it's it's, it can go both ways (laughs) he's got a little flick he's got a skill yeah he's got the end product I mean
3: that Uh, I've got got his his his
2: thesis but it's in Japanese I was going to say yeah it's probably in Japanese we'll get a translate uh, so 0.5 um, goals per 90 minutes as a, as a wide player that's phenomenal, uh, and he's on 0.51 expected goals and, ex- uh, and expected assists per 90 as well in, in the games that you've been collected for. Uh, he is averaging um, uh, 1.7 shots per game from um, from a wide player, and um, that's quite low actually. Actually, that's yeah maybe one thing yeah. at all, but. We've had Salah and Mane on threes and fours, haven't we? So yeah, uh, four yeah. goal, four shot created actions per ninety. I was just looking for his dribbles, looking for his dribble stats. Yeah. <laughs> um, four point five dribbles attempted per game. So, oh, actually, only fifty-one percent success rate. So yeah, I was going to say so it's not like abnormally high. It's not like you know he's high sixties or anything like that. But uh, literally exactly what this game. Had 50% yeah, fifty percent against Trey. Yeah, <laughs> but. The thing is, what well, is he's also got. Say, si, he's also got the acceleration and the speed. Yeah, and he's too, and he's two footed.
4: Yeah, and he's team first, and he makes good decisions. But like, we can talk about this. We talked about this, uh, that he, he before the Brighton game. He has the highest XT in the league in mm. the league, mm. um, and that goal is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. It just, I, cause I'd seen, I didn't watch the game live. I was, we had a match. Um So I knew the score when we came home and I uh, watched were at the Peter Drury, whoever's talk, talking their the way through the game. And, and it was just in the context of Ali said, uh, uh lovely finish because he says lovely finish about every goal. <laughs> <scored>. And, um, <laughs> and, and the commentator dude was talking just in the context of that's two, one, the context of actual score. And I'm like, did you just see what, did he, did, I, I, like, I had to rewind it. Did he actually do the thing I just thought he, thought he did? Because there's no way this commentary is that.
5: Yeah. Like, I can't have seen room. what he,
4: that, he, volleyed, a he volleyed across into the air. He flicked it up over, over Gomez. And then, and then like with a five foot off he the throw, him, outside of the yeah. ball, hammered the ball past Ali. Yeah. I've never seen it before. I've never seen the skill before. It's very Bergkamp-esque. But not the actual finish i've n- honestly i 've never seen that skill done before with that sc- i 've never seen it done before but not- but never with that kind of um uh power yeah and yeah. like was unbelievable but yeah, campesque vo- uh, controlled volley um
0: just to control the cross
6: unbelievable
0: yeah. <laughs> and everyone was blaming gomez, I was like, what is he supposed to do?" <laughs> I, yeah, think what they, I think
2: what they complained about was the fact that he turned his back. I think that's what really got people's go up. I think
4: because because uh, any defender in the world would have <clears> expected <throat> him to volley that with con- to control that with a volley. Yeah, yeah. Like what? If you want to con- if you want to complain about anybody, you complain about Darwin playing playing the dude onside in the first place. Yeah, he gets he gets offside too early, and he gets he plays people onside too early. He doesn't understand how quick he is. Just wait a second, dude. You're still faster than everybody else there.
0: can um, you get this message to him. <laughs> I mean, please.
2: Yeah. Just uh, just on the tomer as well, um, just looking at who scored. Uh, not who scored on um understat, because they do have the, the shot map. 20 shots in the Premier League this season, only two of them outside the box. It's his shot map is my God. <laughs> <laughs> if he can keep that up over. Three thousand minutes, then goodness me! What do you reckon his value is, Dan? Well, I, I mean, he's certainly a lot closer to Sadio, Sadio Mane than any other left wingers that we, the three left wingers that we've bought since, but
0: definitely. Let's have a let's have a quick look. He is now valued on transfer marked at eight point five million. Wow! <laughs> what? No chance. More
5: like no add, chance.
0: Add, add, more, <laughs> yeah,
2: add, add, add a zero. Add a zero. <laughs> <start>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Mudric's going for that much, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's quite as quick as Mudrick, but that's about it, really, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't How it? old is he though?
3: Twenty-five. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's got one contract. Anyway, magnificent player and a magnificent signing from Brighton. So, boys, um, okay, where next? Obviously, don't say Wolves, please. Wolves away. Right, <laughs> where, where, where do we go from here? But oh, I.
3: How many times have we said this? <laughs> where next? do you know what I mean I, I mean I'm trying to gleam on some positives but at the first hour gave me something I just there does come a point where he's got to start develop the attack inside of that and whether he decides to play Nunes wide left you know what I mean like, he's got to find a way of with that hour of sometimes sterile possession but you know limiting the 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 opposition to certain types of chances. He's got to find a way of making us more. Although we said we had four good chances, but it's maybe the wrong players with those chances. So I don't, I would just, for me, we're on this train now. We've got to do what we've done, done for the first. The first hour in that game has to be our blueprint going forward. We just have to find a way of improving our attacking output. Uh, Getting the ball to Mo Mo would be a good start because uh, although we just said he's not having a bad season he's he's, a, he's had less ball to him than he's had all season we said that previously yeah. so and I think we have to find a way of getting our left side to to work better uh, in an attacking sense because as yeah. much as Harvey did alright he there were t- countless times in the last three performances where he was in the right, he was too deep, and therefore he made the wrong pass, and it didn't. Do you come continue?
2: Off. Do you continue with the mid block with the pole I role do. Right, well, what else yeah. are we gonna? Oh, we can't. Well, I don't think. I know. I agree. I agree. I I, I do agree. I, I absolutely agree with this Um, sorry. Si, um, I've seen some shouts. Um, saying we should go back to four four two with Nunes and Salah. Um, you made a very interesting point today that we can't control the midfield with three players. <laughs> So why, how, how on earth could we do it with two? Even so. some
4: somebody said, oh, yeah, didn't we do 4-2, four, uh, four I don't know, 4, four two, uh four, two, 4 against City uh, a couple of years ago and we were brilliant and, and Jota is going to be the key component of all of that. I'm like, well, for a start, people have forgotten about Jota. Um, but mainly we got away with that because we had the best defensive mid- midfielder in the world at the time. Mm. Now we
2: don't. Plus we had Pete Van Dyke and yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, And Pete, yeah. Pete Van Dyke, Pete Salah. And everybody was two years younger. Mm. So we don't, we don't have the the legs to make up for the, for the spaces that, 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 that causes. There's no chance we can do that. Um, can I just point out from a systemic point of view, we don't actually know exactly what this new way of playing does or cause co- has caused, but um in, let me just look, the last four years of games, we have faced opponents that have had a single-digit long ball rate. A long ball rate is a percentage of total passes that were made long instead of short. Uh, yeah, we've had single-digit long ball rate um, nine times against us. And five of those are the last five games. So it seems <laughs> to stop even going long against us. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Brighton, we stopped it. Uh, up until then, it was like 29, 17, 18, 25, 6, 8, 7, 6. Wow. So we're preventing the long pass by, the drop, by dropping off.
2: Yeah. Well, we've talked about the transitions, isn't it? Everything's about hmm. controlling the transitions. Um, so you think we're going to stick with this as well, mid-block, GAC, GACPO in the defensive nine role, all that Makes kind sense. of stuff? Because
4: yeah. uh, uh, well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm finding it really hard to find a plan, right? Because we're analytics pod. We talk about strategy and planning and analytic, uh, analytics all the time and how well we've planned our procurement and all that stuff. I can't... If he's ref- if he's now decided that Gakpo is playing is Bobby, Darwin must be exclusively being played from the left. He- he's not even coming on and going for for Gakpo centre. He's not nope. playing the middle at all. No. What is the plan for Diaz and Jota? So we well, got get them fit.
2: Got- I mean, is Diaz going to play again this season? Yeah, I think he's going to. I think he's probably still two months out. But yeah. And Jota's only a couple of weeks away, isn't he, top? Yeah. Jota might be on the bench for Real Madrid, mightn't he?
4: Potentially.
0: I, oh, I, I, I slightly disagree with, him with this assumption about Gakpo playing in that role. I know Klopp's explained it. No,
2: for now, I mean, Moti. Well,
0: yeah, but do you, I, you? I think I think Nunes is better in that position and Gakpo <coughs> played, played his half the season. But of- he plays it totally differently, that's my point. Yeah. How- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get all that, but
2: and I'm not sure. So you wouldn't you wouldn't go for the conservative approach and blocking and lanes. You you go attack, would you, Rosie? Switch back to attack um, focus.
0: I, I'm just what I'm trying to do is think about players in their most their position. position yeah. and I don't see why we shouldn't be working with Nunes. On all you're doing is a bit of a defensive press to try and control where the opposition are building up their possession. That can't be that hard. Yeah, now, I know... He can't use that on the right side, Rosie. I know, but that should be something he's working on because I think he's better down the middle and moving to the left and maybe rotating with Gagpo. But Gakpo's had the season of his life from the left and then you use the same midfield and see how that goes. I'm not saying it's going to work, but I that's how I... Because I think we've, we've got the control... So we're not getting counted on repeatedly like we were. But we've, not, but we've got the control
4: by doing this thing, yeah, is what I'm saying. So, so instead we of what would you do,
3: what would I do? Though. What we do we think Clock's doing? We just haven't got the attacking, that's all. Yeah, I think Jota's key in this, I really do. I think there's a very good chance Jota, when fit, comes straight in the side. Well, there's no
2: question he can do a defensive. Jota can do it defensive from the front, can't he? For sure, but right. but what we said was this, is, this and we're way off this right now. But yeah. the limits of Jota in that nine, when he played the nine, were he was not good enough in build up, and we saw that in the the the, 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 the um Inter Milan games yeah, yeah, and the, some of the other games. Yeah, the Gap big Arsenal awesome, yeah. Do, no do you
4: think that we were being successful with him doing that? Open the door to us, going Ah, Darwin, we can we can still do this stuff if we we are a okay. lad that
3: doesn't involve himself in the game, but is more of a killer. Yeah, maybe. Like, I think there's more of a chance Jota comes down the middle and Gakpo goes wide left than there is Nunes going. But then, the but then what? Then
4: we've got two. We've got 150 million. That yeah, right, but that's.
3: I'm just, I'm just. I don't, I don't think Diaz plays again this season. But something yeah. comes back. Um, I think you're looking at where, where Jota and Diaz and Darwin fighting for a play. Okay, but I, might I, be coming back as well. He might be coming back.
2: Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> he yeah, was, I yeah said he's, out, he's out. He's had a
3: relapse, apparently.
2: Hasn't yeah, he? yeah
0: we've, had, we've had two big chances in three games. Yeah. Um,
2: so, Rosie, we've got Wolves away, then Everton at home uh, on the 13th, Newcastle away on the 18th, and then Real Madrid on the 21st. Um, what are you? Are you going to stick with the current shape and the the, the plan, or are you going to mix it up back again to get think, more attack?
0: I think Klopp's going to do that. I wouldn't. I would just tweak that front line and have Nunes in, down the middle and um, gap one left. That's what I would go with. And basically. hope that he can provide blocking off passing lanes. Well, I'm not sure we need to have a controlled mid-block press against um, Wolves and Everton. I I, but we I will know. against Real Madrid. <laughs> Absolutely, we should. And I wouldn't mind it in that game. Because you okay. need to have that. Yeah, yeah. And it's a course Brighton are not Wolves or Everton. Well to put, uh, Wolves, no. Wolves Wolves strength is centre midfield though. Yeah. Not true. But that not so so maybe then Gakpo plays in that role against Wolves. But I I And I mean, then
2: then but then you've got Bruno Gimmersh against Newcastle, you know, so you're gonna say
0: <laughs> yeah, Well, maybe, maybe yeah. i I just I, I yeah. think the 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 trade off um between having control in midfield um for an hour like we did in this game and having two big chances in three games is it, that's not how we get top four we get top four or win the Champions League by yeah. chances to score yeah <laughs> that's that. you can't do it with you can't do it with 0.7 big chances a game it doesn't matter no no no
3: no I agree so, so Rosie do you think so I go what you're saying but even if you played Darwin instead of Harvey would you bet Darwin to take the chances Harvey had in that last game what God that? knows. <laughs> God oh, knows. what I'm trying to say to you is, an, That's probably the only change. Do you know what I mean? If you clear, I, there
2: personally, I do prefer Darwin from the left rather than down the middle on yeah. the centre.
3: Yeah. So that he probably takes both those. Well, I don't know. Maybe. You've that's done, what he,
0: You've done the. Uh, Nunez tracker, let's yeah. oh, look, his shot
3: accuracy
0: is higher than Kane's across the last five seasons. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing which is staying good on the
2: tracker. Everything else is going in the wrong way, wrong direction, I'm afraid. Shot down,
0: <laughs> XT for Niner, yeah. goals for nine, Yeah. yeah, uh, not yeah. Look, so for Kane across five seasons, is 14%. Nunez has reached that once, and that was after the Southampton game this mm. season. And yeah. now he's down to just 12 about twelve percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the only good thing about is, is he's getting his shots on
2: target. So that's the. the no, to be fair, he's still shooting a lot. Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, it is coming down.
4: I feel like it's the problem that he's getting them all. Well, he, he's either shanking them wide or hitting them straight at the keeper. Mm. Um, uh, but it the, it will correct. I don't think he's an elite. Finisher, but it will correct to some kind of fairly decent level, and, yeah. he, and his shot volume will end up getting a lot of goals. Mm. It, I have no issues with that. It's just the consequences of the team by him having so many shots. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. how much that works or it doesn't. Um, but you can't waste 100 million quid on a player for Liverpool and not play him ahead of Harvey, Harvey Elliott. I, do, I don't get it.
2: Well, I, I agree with that. If you take okay. it, if you look at it from the if we're the if there's a debate about whether you can play your club record signing, um, that just tells you you're in a world of pain in that situation. You should not be having that debate. You should, yeah. And
4: and that means, also, it means he he would be behind Diaz and Jota too, because Harvey's behind those two.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I think he is. Yeah. I, I, I would play him. Left wing and Gakpo in the centre at least until after the Real Madrid tie. If the, if we go out to Real Madrid, then God knows what you're going to do for the rest of the league season. But I,
4: I think you have got to play Darwin against Real Madrid because the only way, yeah, you're but, be, but is
2: yeah, you're yeah. Like, but I would say well, I'd play Darwin on the left of your way on the left of the front three. I, 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 yeah. I'd do that. But for me, what I'd say is I I'd, I I'd I'd do keep the same plan as the last the same game plan as the last three games, and I just simply say to the team, can you actually do that for longer than? 45, minute. 60 minutes. Can you do it for eighty minutes, ninety well, minutes?
4: Thing is, right after we've had one game every thirty-six days um, uh, through January, after Wolves, we've got nine days. We got we've got nine days for Everton for the Monday, but then we've got six games in in twenty days.
2: Yeah,
4: you've also got. So then to there is in. going to be rotation because one of the uh, catch-up games is going to get thrown in between Palace and
3: Man United. Yeah. But Matthew's going to be playing now as well, so it changes the dynamic at the back a little bit. Jesus. Right.
4: Anyway, can, can I not. just can I just depress us all with one more thing? Um, I
0: track oh,
4: because I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we, I don't. It's sad enough. Uh, I think uh, I track. Obviously, uh, we talk about this. a so rolling nineteen, rolling ten, and the mm. the the a thirty eight game. Uh, our current rolling ten. Against the worst ten games in Klopp's period, everybody knows what that those ten games are. Um, we actually have much better points per game, one point six, than that point nine. But XG, uh, the XGA in that in in the worst period under Klopp was one point four six, and it's currently one point
2: eight seven. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the reason why you have got to continue with a defensive approach from foot. It's just so shit.
4: 1.54 post shot every single game. And that's 15% worse than it, uh, again, than in the worst 10 game period we had with Reese and uh, and your son playing centre back.
2: Hmm.
0: Right. And on that bombshell, okay, just speaking of kids, congratulations to uh, your daughter, Si. Oh, she's just gone upstairs. She would have heard otherwise. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> She got in at Liverpool. She's not going to Liverpool, I don't think. But she got in, so, so we're going
0: for a visit for sure. And also, congratulations to you, to your son for his. Uh, <laughs> I take laws <lols> over handles joke. I been to last night, anyway.
2: Right, that's on, on those bombshells, <laughs> and that has been your under pressure podcast for this week. We we will be back next monday for the wolves match and
1: until then up the reds we hope you enjoyed listening to this anfield index show please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically there's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show the best way to get in touch is over on our free discord community